Hello, you're listening to the Bonded Books Podcast, where we discuss books, fight over book boyfriends, and the lack of filter is a family trait. If you're lucky, you might even hear one of our dogs barking in the background. Because hey, if we have to deal with them, then so do you. We hope to dazzle you with our discussion while not being hurtful to the authors we feature. Success not guaranteed. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello. Good afternoon. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm here. I'm going to tell you right now, you may end up having to delete the whole thing. Why? Because the state I'm in, you know what I'm like. <laughs> if we have any listeners who are like, Jesus Christ, your mother's never able to cope. And you know what? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's accurate. Yeah. At least I'm not lying. Live my <laughs> life. I defy you to live my life and come back and tell me everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Between my traumatic court hearing today and my fucking robo killer so the judge couldn't call me and the surprise iris delivery, <laughs> the, the disappearance of my spreadsheet. It's like a thousand degrees here and I had to eat scalding hot soup to try to calm down after that phone call today (laughs) uh, because I put the so I put the soup on I walk away because you know I have the attention span of a gnat I turn around I'm like what's that bubbling sound like (laughs) that's your soup burning that's my soup boiling great Mm -hmm. now I now I can't eat it so it's just been one thing after another and of course as soon as I move to come in here dogs are up ready to go Mm mm-hmm yeah, all right. How are you? What's new? <laughs> I'm good. I don't know what's new a lot. I'm just living life one day at a time. I'm just, you know, exhausted by existence. <laughs> <laughs> just. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes, and I I love the fact that you did not reply back to my comment I sent you that you left town and didn't even tell me goodbye oh well we were driving all day on friday so i saw your text while i was driving oh you were driving yeah all right um but i just figured you knew that i was leaving on friday so you you probably told me thursday and i won't remember (laughs) that's true oh my god you know what i think because i started thinking of when pat's coming into town and i was like wait a minute pat's coming next thursday that means this is the last weekend that means rachel's probably gone and didn't even say goodbye (laughs) and it was true (laughs) (laughs) it was true i'm like great (laughs) it's all good it's okay like a thief in the night at least you came back Oh, hell yeah, it came back. You think it's hot here? It was hot and miserable there. And then they were having monsoon rains. Oh, wow, really? So not only was it hot and miserable, but it was like thundering one night and flash flooding the streets. And then the weather was doing all sorts of pressure things to everybody's head. We all had headaches at one point. Oh, wow. It's just, it was too much. I'm like, I could never, ever live here. 
Uh, okay, so here we go. This is part two of Corsair's Adderon by Ruby Dixon. Yay! So we are starting at chapter 40 and going straight to the end. So yes, if you haven't are. listened to part one, this is going to make absolutely no sense. Go so back and listen. Turn back now. Okay. <laughs> when we left off on chapter 39, the characters were finishing up like a dinner date kind of like makeout session. Correct. So in chapter 40, the characters are making out and discussing if they want to go a little bit further. Um, they have some really cute banter. And she basically says that he can pick the location for any sexy times that happens. Mm -hmm. And he ends up picking the captain's chair of the ship. Yes, I love it. But before they get to the chair, there's a section where he's thinking he says i feel like i'm the luckiest male in the universe and you know she loves that and she's like are all those muscles real <laughs> and he's like well you've seen me naked and she says well i'm i wasn't really looking and he says oh you're welcome to stare down at my cock i can pull it out right now if you want a good look <laughs> I'm like oh my god i have to say that in the first half of the book he's just a big dopey puppy who's like mm -hmm. i'm not very smart and i'm in love with her like insta love in the second half of the book he is got the dirtiest mouth of yeah. any main character i've ever read and yeah, i was here for it i was too thank god because i was like <laughs> <laughs> the way he morphs into who he becomes at the end of this book i'm like oh my god thank god she did that because he just wasn't my type Mm-hmm. Now he is. Oh, hell yeah, he is. <laughs> but he just thinks it makes total sense to just, I'll just pull it out and you can look at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's absolutely no shame. He's unabashed. He's just like, this is my woman. If she wants to see all the goods I'm providing her, <laughs> she can. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I like the fact that even though this is all happening, he is still reassuring her and checking with her and saying you know we'll go as far as you want tonight if you only want to kiss that's fine if you want more that's even better but you know he's still very much into the consent okay let me read this consent that you're referencing because it was so good okay go ahead he says you tell me how far you want to go tonight jade if you just want to kiss I'll end right here. <laughs> if you want to sit on my nose and grind until you come, I'll get on the floor right now. <laughs> if you want everything, I just need to ask your bed or mine. <laughs> oh my God, I now know. That, that's a consent scene, okay? <laughs> that, is a, that is very much a consent scene. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. I would be dying. If this conversation ever took place in real life, I would just freaking be dying. Be like, shh. And she I doesn't. I wouldn't. I'd be like, get on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know how she waited until they got to the captain's chair. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's. I'm not saying I wouldn't be down for it. I'm just saying I don't want to talk about it. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't need the verbiage part. Remember how many times have I said, I don't need a man to speak? Yes, that's true. Uh, okay, then. <laughs> so then they go to the captain's chair and I was like, oh my God, this scene killed me. Yeah, so they go to the captain's chair. He lays her out on the instrument panel and goes uh, to town. 
Uh, on her like it's a uh cunnilingus scene mm -hmm. <laughs> and all i can think is it seems a little dangerous but it's still better than all the kitchen sex scenes we've had in other books <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yes because that is definitely a button for you that's funny this author is so good because this scene is super hot it's like a super long scene it's oh it is very descri descriptive yeah super hot but mm -hmm. then as soon as they're done, you're laughing because the scene goes, oh no, this is from his point of view. So he's thinking her entire body tightens and I nuzzle her, see you next Tuesday, unwilling to let her go just yet. I want to watch her do that again and again. And the lights flicker overhead. Then they go out. All is quiet. I look up waiting, but nothing turns back on again. And then Jade says, um... Please tell me I just blacked out and yeah. I laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> I did too. I, this is why I love Ruby Dixon. Oh my God. Yeah. It was freaking hilarious. Yeah. You go straight from like the sexy times to the hilarity and it's like smooth and it fits. That's right. So what ended up happening was the power went out and the backup generator thing isn't kicking on either. So Adderon and Jade have to gather up some tools and they head down to the control panel. Jade is panicking a little bit because the ship is starting to get very cold because outer space is cold AF. No, thank you. Yeah, but you know what I love about this? And this is the kind of man I need. She's is starting to get scared and she's freaking out. And she's like, what is happening? What's going to do? What's going to happen? I, are we in trouble? And he, he looks at her and he says, I know just what to do in this situation. And then it says, I lied <laughs> because he doesn't want to scare her. But that's he has, what I need. Yeah, he's panicking on the inside, but yes. on the outside, he's incredibly calm. He just tells her, don't worry, we'll fix it. And if I can't fix it, we'll just take one of the escape pods. Like, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, and he says, what's wrong? Are you afraid of ghosts? She's, no, no, I'm afraid of dying because we've run out of air. Uh, yeah, that's a real concern when your yes. machinery on an outer <laughs> spaceship isn't working. Mm -hmm. You're going to freeze to death or run out of air. Yeah. Oh, and I love this part. They go to, he starts asking her for tools because he's going to try to work on it and fix it. And they, so they go to Ruth's room because if we remember correctly, Ruth is the one that snuck onto Shriker's spaceship, mm -hmm. but she's the one that would do quasi maintenance on this thing. And they walk into Ruth's room and when she, he walks in there, he goes, oh my God, her bedding is entirely in black. And he thinks fucking Straker is going to shit when he realizes he's stuck with a human female version of himself. <laughs> <laughs> they end up fixing it kind of a little bit for mm -hmm. like it's good enough for now so they decide to pass some of the time by playing a game of truth basically yeah and every time you can't answer the question honestly you have to lose an article of clothing so it's kind of like strip poker but without the mm -hmm. cards it's just telling the truth so they play that game for a while they get to know each other a little bit better well, I like his, his first question is, did I lick your pussy better than anyone else? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, is this whole conversation going to be about pussy? Yes, it like, is. It's been on my mind. <laughs> and it could be on my face if, and she finally covers his mouth. Because that's what I would be doing. <laughs> be like, please stop. Stop. You're killing me. It's mostly sex related. Mm-hmm. 
But they do have some decent conversation here that's not sex-related. Yes. And she finds out that he's actually only ever been with one other woman, and that woman was Shay Lynn, his ex that we had talked about in the last episode that had stabbed him and left him for dead. Oh, so sad. Of course, all of his talk is getting her hot and bothered. So she ends up getting so worked up over their conversation that she basically throws the game at the end when she can't take it anymore and just strips down even though she could answer the question she's just like oh well well was me i guess i can't answer this and i have to take all of my clothes off (laughs) what's a woman to do i don't want to be a sore loser he's completely down he's like fine so now it's on so now he's she's really seeing him all of him and of course all of him oh god i loved this so he's huge as of course why else would he be anything but huge Mm-hmm. But he had a piercing too. Yeah. Twin then, sil- silver studs uh-huh. crowning the head of his cock. Oh my <laughs> God. And she's like, I can only imagine what that's going to feel like. She goes, I expected his dick to be magnificent in size. I didn't expect it to be pierced. That's dot, dot, dot. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it is. And then he still has his spur. He does. Oh my God. He's got everything. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. I think, you know how women have to go for breast implants. I think men should have to go for spur implants and maybe even a piercing. (laughs) Women have been suffering for years. I I think we need to upgrade men a little too. I'm here for it. So they do some more oral things from him. He confesses that he's going to make her fall in love with him. And that's basically how he plans on doing it. And I'm pretty sure it's working because he's very good at it. Yeah. Um, They just have pages and pages worth of sex. They do. (laughs) And he goes, my new favorite flavor, Jade. My new favorite dessert, Jade. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I can't even read these quotes that I've highlighted, but you have to just download this book yourself. Read yeah. it immediately. Mm-hmm. Skip to the second half if you want, just to read his dirty mouth. It's oh worth it. God. It's so worth it. Oh yeah. All that's fantastic. They rest. Um, she goes to shower. And when she comes back from showering, Adiron says that he had come up with a great idea. And his idea is that they should shut down most of the ship and only power the parts that they actually need to use. That is actually a very good idea. Yes. And his temporary fix is good for now. But this way, he says he could keep the ship running for months. So this is the plan now that they're going to do. They're going to shut down power to a few parts of the ships. What he basically means by shutting down power is what he's going to do is cannibalize those sections of the ship Mm -hmm. for parts. Mm-hmm. Because he needs to take parts from those sections and use them in the sections they need to use to live in. So the situa- situation is very dire than what he originally told Jade. So I was getting kind of worried that he was lying to her a lot right here. He about- is lying to her. But again, I'm like, that's what I need. Just fucking lie to me. Because what good is it going to be to have me freaking out and screaming and running through the ship and hyperventilating with the truth in a situation like that? I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't, I guess I wouldn't want to know if I was actually in that situation. I probably wouldn't want to know either. Yeah, it's like when I pass out from lack of oxygen, then I'll become suspicious. But until then, (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for hiding the truth from me. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he does end up telling her eventually kind of what his plan is. 
And he says basically that he didn't want to tell her, but he was too afraid to lie to her and that he just wants to keep having sex with her. So now he just will tell her anything she wants to know, which is hilarious to me. Mm -hmm. He ends up saying he wants to go see the stasis pods because he could maybe get some parts from that area. She's a little reluctant to take him in there, but she finally does. He sees one of the people in the pods. God. And as soon as he sees that, person in the pod he's like we have a big caffeine problem yes and it turns out that Crueldin the ruiner is on the ship <laughs> of course he is <laughs> <laughs> and i i was shocked at how much he freaked out well he says after seeing Crueldin the ruiner i want to space every caffeine pod in this hold and forget we ever stepped foot in here and so he has to explain to her who Crueldin the Ruiner is. He makes her promise that she'll never, ever, ever under any circumstances open the pods. But then he still leaves the cargo area with her, barricades the door extra. Yeah. And then goes back to where they were and barricades like even more. Because again, he wants to space this guy because he's a murderer and a horrible creature. And she's like, no, we can't do that. We can't be judge and jury. I'm like, wow. I, I think we can and we should. But yes! he's a little bit nicer than me, I guess. But Well, you, you and me both. Because I'm right there. Sure, let's push it over there right now. Did you read Worst Guy? Yes. Are you kidding so me? So is this is the Cruel in the Ruiner from Worst Guy, isn't it? Yes. Okay. That's what I figured. Because I, I remember in Bad Guy, there was another Cruelden. And but... that's funny because I actually listened to that podcast again, too, because I knew he was in this episode, mm -hmm. part of this book. And I was trying to remember which one he was. But no, he's in the worst guy one. Yeah. Okay. I never read that one. But I figured mm. he was the worst guy Cruelden. Yeah. Oh, he gets back to work on the ship. And while he's working, she decides to make him dinner and get all dressed up for him. They eat dinner and they actually have some really funny banter because she's decided that she wants to like reward him for his hard work by <laughs> uh, returning the oral favor. Yes, because of, again, these creatures, these aliens don't know what a blowjob is. They right? don't. It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. So she says... I thought I might taste all of you unless you feel that violates some hygiene law of yours. Because some of these alien races have hygiene laws against kissing. Yeah. So that's why she says that. He thinks, does she mean my mouth goes dry when she rocks her hips against me, dragging her see you next Tuesday against my you know what. Mm -hmm. And her hands manually ease the auto fastener down my chest. I guess it's like a zipper. Right. Yes, I realize she absolutely means that. So his response to her is violate away i am yours <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so then i have to find the next thing that i oh, highlighted I because it was mm -hmm. hilarious because mm -hmm. she tries to he's so excited he can't shut the f up so he's just talking and talking and talking while she's trying to like get in the mood and do things to him mm -hmm. But he's just so excited, like a little kid, he can't shut up. So at one point he says, everything below the belt is all yours. And she says, and above the belt. And his response is, all yours too, but a lot less fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
This scene and was that, pretty funny. Uh-huh. And she says, uh, you're you're wrong. I like all of you. She's finally tries to get him to shut up. And she's like, can I please blow you properly? Or are you going oh to God. continue to interrupt me? Is... He looks at her and he goes, you're going to hit me? Yeah. There? Like, down there? <laughs> she goes, no, Adiron. When I say I'm going to blow you, it means I'm going to take you into my mouth and love every inch of your big, thick, you know what, with my tongue. Humans call it a blowjob. Mm -hmm. he, he goes thank Kef because I am really not into the hitting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my god it's uh, so hilarious now you know why I go back to her books over and over again mm -hmm. they're so funny they are so that's what she does. He falls even more in love with her. They end up having sex again. And then the chapter ends with them having a plan in place of how they're going to pass their time. They're going to pass the time in the couple rooms that they're going to power on the ship. They're going to do nothing but have sex and eat a bunch of noodles. <laughs> I think that sounds lovely. That's a great plan. It, it, it is a great plan. So the next chapter opens and it says six weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> which also made me chuckle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what they've been doing for six weeks yes but the chapter really opens with jade getting nauseous from the smell of noodles so hello we know what this means mm -hmm. and after all this time they finally gotten a ping on their radar and they hope that this first ping in weeks is from his brothers but they aren't actually so lucky because it's something called a flash cruiser oh yeah this is terrible and he starts to freak out because he knows for sure that it's not his brothers and he makes jade hide in a panel in the wall and he gives her a weapon and says under no circumstances can you leave this hiding place right kind of scary yeah it's very scary but things go from bad to even worse when mm -hmm. the captain of that new ship boards their ship and it turns out that captain is shaylin oh my god that bitch yes that bitch <laughs> i hate her so he tries to tell her that it's just him. It's just him on that ship with all these stasis pods. He's like, take the pods, take all the humans in the pods. Just leave me here. I'm waiting for my brothers to come back. They'll be here soon. Trust me, it's just me. Take the pods. Uh-huh. She's not believing it for a second. She insists that he has another human there and she wants that human, that would be Jade, to come out of hiding. So she ends up pointing a gun at Adaron's head and saying she's going to count to five and if the other human doesn't appear, she's going to injure him even worse than she did the last time. Oh. So of course Jade comes out of her hiding spot. Yeah, because she can't listen, but he, she would have really hurt. But uh, this was terrible. Did you just fall into your microphone? <laughs> did I? Sorry, I accidentally hit the little the little uh, arm thing that holds the microphone. Was it really loud? Oh, I was just thinking, wow, this part made you pass out. It was so scary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. So yeah, so Jade comes out of her hiding spot. Mm -hmm. The pirates separate Jade and Adiron, and Shaylin says to have Jade taken to the med bay and scanned for diseases because humans are filthy and disgusting, she says. Well, wait, before they do that, though, don't they tell him how, doesn't she tell him how she knew he had a human? Uh, maybe, I don't remember. So if this you remember, part, you can say it. Well, it really scared me. She said, because he says, just take the pods and go. I'm waiting here for my brother, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, I intercepted your brother's pod and his little human with him. And he, how do you think we knew about 
where this ship was and that you had. Oh seen. yeah, you're right. Oh, it's terrible. So we don't know if his brother's alive or dead or what's happening. Mm -hmm. And it was Casper. Yes. And Alice Casper. that mm -hmm. she was, that she found and messed mm -hmm. with. Yeah. So mm -hmm. then they, they take them on to Shay Lynn's ship and that's when they Jade goes to the medical the medical bay. On the way to the med bay, she says that she really, 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 really needs to use the bathroom. And because they think humans are disgusting, they let her use the bathroom because they don't want her to shit in the hallway. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's basically what they say. <laughs> you know how people do that. Apparently they think humans do that. Mm-hmm. So they let her use the bathroom on the way to the med bay. And when she's in the bathroom, she had taken that weapon that Adiron gave her out of her bra where she had hit it and she hides it in the bathroom. So that was kind of smart of her, I guess. Well, this kind of confused me because I'm like, how does she think she's going to be able to get back into this bathroom? Because I, I'm thinking the closer you get to them locking you up, the harder it's going to be for you to get back and get that gun. But what do I know? I think she was just worried about getting scanned in the med bay and then they would see that she had it. So she was just more about had to, ditch it before she got in there okay and worry about it getting it back later that's what mm -hmm. i was thinking mm -hmm. so she does get to the med bay they scan her turns out she's pregnant which we all knew because she was getting sick from those noodles but she didn't realize it until the doctor in the med bay told her that yeah because there she was under the impression and so was he that because they were interspecies they could not she wouldn't be able to get pregnant he couldn't impregnate her but what they didn't know is that when they put her in the stace pod, they pumped her full of hormones, which makes it possible for her, for Aiden to get her, or Adirond to get her pregnant. Yeah, so it's some sort of medical tinkering that happened to her from when she was kidnapped. Even though she was kidnapped a few years ago, I guess it's like a permanent fix or something. I have no idea. So that's how she got pregnant. Mm -hmm. So the doctor says that he's going to put her back into the stasis pod and like put her back to sleep basically. Mm -hmm. But before he can do that, Shaylin comes in to talk to her. Oh. Shaylin questions her about all the Corsair brothers. Jade tells her some truths, a couple lies. She doesn't want to tell her everything. Yeah, she's playing stupid. Mm -hmm. She's doing pretty well until she gets caught in a lie about the brothers. Because like you said earlier, Shaylin knew about Casper. Mm -hmm. And so when Shaylin catches her in the lie, Jade freaks out and she ends up punching her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I liked. Yeah, I did too. Mm -hmm. You got to go down, people. Go down swinging. Yep, and she does. So while all this is happening, Adiron is being questioned by a guard separately. Turns out that this puppy has nine lives because he actually knows the guard. Mm -hmm. She's under deep cover and playing the long game to try to rob Shaylin of her ship. And Adiron actually knows this woman from other pirating adventures or something. So that guard, her name on the ship is Vothi, I think. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's not her real name, but that's her like undercover name. Mm -hmm. She gives Adiron a little bit of an update as in terms of Casper and Alice and does a good job of setting up what's probably going to happen with them in the next book. Yes. So I think the next book is them. It is. And then they basically decide to uh, team up with one another to mm -hmm. overtake Shaylin. But Adiron refuses to do anything until after he has gone to the med bay to see Jade. So Vathi and Adiron 
they're barely, I think they're barely five minutes into this new alliance when Shaylin starts an airlock opening sequence to eject them into outer Uh, space because she's figured out what the master plan is here. And so she's not going to negotiate with them at all. She's just like, you have 10 minutes and I'm venting your asses into outer space. And Uh, it was terrifying. It was terrifying. But fortunately for them, a few minutes into this sequence, another ship arrives. And this one has his sister Zoe on board. Yay. And Zoe's ship is able to force its way onto Shaylin's ship. Zoe didn't even know that Adderon was on this ship. He just got really fucking lucky. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Zoe just happened to be there because she also wanted to rob Shaylin's ship. And they're able to put Shaylin into a prison cell and rescue Jade. But Jade is in that stasis pod and they have to kind of like dethaw her or something like wake her up but the first thing jade does after she's rescued from the stasis pod is throw punches again and this time (laughs) she hits adderon in the face yes Poor adderon they get her out of there they try to eat come up with a new plan the whole time jade's trying not to puke again and they discuss kind of what's been happening in the world and on earth and all those things Mm mm-hmm They decide that they have to offload all the stasis pods on the farming planet. And there's really nothing else they feel like they can do with them until they rescue the brothers. Adderon says that he wants Jade to decide what to do with Shaylin. And Shaylin needs to be uh, launched into deep space is basically what Jade says. So I feel like this is definitely going to come back to haunt them later on. Yes, of course it is. What is wrong with people? <laughs> For some reason, even though Shaylin hurt Adderon, threatened to shoot him, she, you know, was a total bitch to Jade. She had her uh, put in the stasis pod without any preparation. She's still being nice to her. Yeah, this like, is above and beyond. This is... Jesus Christ wasn't this kind of people. <laughs> it's like, give me a break. It's like when you see in the movies where they hit somebody, a bad guy in the head, and he goes down and they start walking away. I'm like, no, you got to continue to hit that person in the head until their brains are showing so that they cannot get back up and get you. What is wrong with you? I agree. Shoot him in the head and the knee for good measure. Like something. Yeah, right. <laughs> they don't. Yes. They don't, know. After this, Zoe and Jade talk, and Zoe basically tells her that she's thinking like a human, and she's a little disappointed that she didn't, mm-hmm. you know, have her killed, and she thinks it was a mistake that she's going to regret, which I agree. I'm sure this is going to be an issue in all the future books. Yeah, well, they think if they knock her out with this gas, it usually wipes their your memory, so they're thinking that's how they're going to get around her coming back, but I'm sure it's going to backfire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and uh, Zoe just thinks she doesn't understand. Jake doesn't understand how different things are here out in space as opposed to on Earth. That it's a lot more brutal and nobody is kind to humans. And you've got to start thinking that way. Because not only are you putting yourself in danger, but you're putting Adderon in danger. Her brother's in danger. Question for you. <laughs> Me? All right. Yeah, In this chapter, they kind of talk about their future and what they're going to end up doing. Um, He says he wants to find his brothers. And then after that, they'll gallivant around the universe. But also in this chapter, that woman, Vothi, 
Mm-hmm. Her real name is Bethia. She says that she had a prisoner and that yeah. the prisoner uh. got away and she needs to go hunting for the prisoner. Have you read this other woman's book? Does she have a book? I don't know. Okay. She, she's in this series and I just started this series. I've read all the other series. Mm. So I don't know. I, I was trying to figure out who it was. Like, who is this prisoner? And of course, there's there's going to have to be a book about it, right? I would think so, because she said, I had a prisoner the last time I visited Jarek and said prisoner might have gotten away. Once I give this lady a new face, I might go hunting for that prisoner. I don't want him to think I forgot him. So I thought she already had a book, but maybe this is just set up for a future book. Yeah, it's got, it's got to be either a book that's after this or a future book. Okay. Because Ruby Dixon, because you know I worship at the altar of Ruby Dixon, um, she would not set us up like this without circling back around at some point. I 100% agree. So this mm-hmm. will go somewhere. I just don't know where mm-hmm. okay jade ends up waking up the next morning she's sick again but she still hasn't told adderon that she knows that she's pregnant yeah she thinks he doesn't might not want to be a dad because he's going to want to be busy being a pirate mm-hmm. which is a reasonable expectation and he also didn't think that he could get her pregnant because he specifically told her i can't get you pregnant and i can't give you any diseases but we can use protection if you want mm-hmm. so as far as he knows they're just having fun but well you know, so, so what she, she's still- a little worried Yeah, she's a little worried. But she does decide that she wants to tell him about the pregnancy once they return to the buoyant star. Mm -hmm. So once they get to the buoyant star, she does tell him he's unsurprisingly thrilled by the news. Mm -hmm. And they have celebratory sexy times. Yeah, they don't even get out of the pod before she (laughs) tells them and they do it. They do it in the... In this little transport pod. Yeah, and she's worried the whole time they're doing it that people are going to see. And he's like, that's okay. Like, what are they going to see? You riding my cock and this yeah. and that. I'm like, oh, good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> he's hilarious. He is hilarious. So then we have the epilogue. Mm-hmm. The epilogue, I think, just says a few weeks later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just says weeks later. So in the epilogue, Adderon and Jade meet up with Jarek and Sophie. Sophie is his other sister. Turns out that Jarek and Sophie have been getting closer since they've been stuck on this planet together. They definitely have a book. I just don't know which one it is. Oh, and yeah. I, I'm sure they do have a book. It's just yeah. more world building. Yes, Oh, and that so, creature, whatever that creature is, that was Adoran's that he was going to pick back up. That cat, that big cat thing. Yeah, it was kind of like a alien dog thing. Yeah. That's what I was picturing. Yeah, that's super protective of Jerk and Sophie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sophie's basically like, we're going to keep him. He likes yeah. us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So that was fun. So the first half of the epilogue is basically talking about Jarek and Sophie and what they've been doing and kind of planning what they're going to do next. Second half of the epilogue is basically more sex, (laughs) planning how they're going to handle the stasis pods and how they're going to find the brothers. So the epilogue does a good job of setting up the next book in the series or like all the books in the series, basically. Mm -hmm. And... (laughs) Turns out that Jade is going to be pregnant for a total of 16 months, which sounds terrible. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't even imagine. I almost 
cut you out of my stomach myself. I'm just like, oh my God, there's no more room in here. <laughs> yeah, so the book ends with them basically having sex and deciding they're going to go on and rescue one of the brothers. Yeah, that was it. What did you think? Well, you know, like I said, I do worship at the altar of Ruby Dixon and uh -huh. I love her. Uh, I had a hard time actually getting into the first part of this book because like we talked before, he just was too much for me and I'm more drawn to alpha type males. But towards the end of this book, he was very assertive with her. He was like, saying things to her, doing things to her, telling her what to do. And I was like, this guy is suddenly super hot. It's funny because I feel exactly the same way. <laughs> so this book was long. This book was over 400 pages long. Yeah, it was. And it's a lot of chapters. Like we said, it's 78 chapters, 78 chapters plus yeah, an epilogue. Plus an so, epilogue, yeah. I mean, the chapters are really short, but still at the same time, it's a lot of chapters. It's a lot of story and it is book one in the series. So it's going to be a lot of setup for future books. Mm -hmm. But I felt the same way about him. I, sometimes he annoyed me because he was a little too optimistic. Yes. But once the second half of the book started, I didn't care about his optimism at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> Me either. He was <laughs> like, what was he optimistic before? I don't remember. <laughs> what are his character traits other than yeah. having a filthy mouth and knowing how to use it? <laughs> yeah, and piercings and yeah. a gigantic dick. Yeah. So for the first half of the book, I thought it was just okay. And for him, I wouldn't give him that many wet panties. But mm -hmm. for the set is a full five wet panties for the second half of this book, for sure. Yeah, I agree. It's more like three for the first part and five for the second. Because he, <laughs> what is wrong with us? Sometimes there's <laughs> a lot of things. A lot. <laughs> Sometimes there's just not enough therapy in the world and maybe we could get a family discount, but what the hell <laughs> is wrong with us that this is so freaking hot when he becomes more aggressive and forceful and alpha-ish with her? Well, he's not even like, he's like alpha-ish, but he's not mean or anything. He's just no, not very descriptive mm. and very straightforward about what he wants to lick or do or have her ride or all the, oh my God, all these things. I was like blushing as I was reading yeah. this book. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he does. He, to me, he got a little more bossy as the book went on and I freaking loved it. I'm like, now you're talking. So overall, would you just give it like an average of like four wet panties? You think that's probably what I would give it. I would give it three and a half because I okay. you know me, a four is a, almost a five. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm thinking that the next books are going to, that his brothers are going to be hotter. And I'm very excited to read about, uh, what's his other brother's name? Mathis and Helen. Oh, yeah, because Helen was obsessed with him. <laughs> I, I just have a feeling it's going to be great. I'm very mm -hmm. excited to, but I am reading other, as you know, I am reading other things right now. Good God. Okay. So let me announce what the next book is, and then yeah. you can say what you're currently reading. Oh, all right. So our next book is Demon Bane by Marie Robinson. 
book mm-hmm. one in the Dark Talons series. Yes. I know you're always read three books at a time. So what else are you reading? Uh, I started, I'm obsessed with these orc books by Finley uh, Fenn. Finley Fenn. Yeah. Okay. So which one are you reading now? <laughs> so I didn't realize and a picture of two orcs on the cover should have been my first clue, but I'm oblivious. Um, it's called the, <laughs> okay. it's called the maid and the orcs. Yes. So it's, two orcs uh-huh yes <laughs> and i'm like oh my god I-, I seriously catch myself reading this book and my mouth is hanging open and i cannot believe what i'm reading and i think i said to you just when you think that in her other books you've reached the bottom base basement of the debauchery and sexy yes. and then there's crazy. a whole another sub level Yes, there is a whole underground parking level of debauchery happening that you didn't have a fucking clue was even down there. And I'm like, oh my God, I want you to read this book, if for no other reason, so we can freak out together. <laughs> because it's about Balder. Yeah. Balder's one. A- we love Balder. It's about uh, two, the two orcs are mated already and then they get the girl or mm-hmm. or no. Yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I wouldn't mind reading that. <laughs> I am dying going, oh my God, because you know, in a lot of these books, you know, it's, it's kind of presented that the woman is like tricked or tricked into thinking they're cared for or humiliated or whatever. It all works out in the end. You know, when it, the book is finished, it kind of wraps it up. But this book, I'm like, I don't know how she's going to wrap this book up and make it okay. Okay. It's funny that you say you're reading a Finley Fen book because on Instagram, I follow this Instagram account romantically inclined mm-hmm. and she always posts the funniest memes so she had memes that she literally posted today and it's like the series that's going around bookstagram right now and it's like he's a 10 but dot 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 and then you just say like he would be perfect if he had this so she does a lot of monster romances so one of her slides that she posted today was he's a 10 but his seed doesn't provide you with nutritional value. <laughs> so, oh my God. Oh, and I believe this book is dedicated to Ruby Dixon. Probably because her and yes. Ruby Dixon are friends. So in, so I posted in response to her post, I said, it was slide number three in her post. So I said, three has orc swoon written all over it, which is Finley Fenn's book series mm. that you're reading is orc swoon. Oh God. And Finley Fenn actually liked my comment. <gasps> Isn't that exciting? <laughs> it is Isn't, very exciting. It is super exciting. <laughs> now I'm jealous because I freaking love her. Now, you know how we talked about the orcs and the cum fountain. Yes. Well, imagine having two orcs. It's Dude. just a, a slip and slide. It's yeah. just a whole water park. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sure it's. Oh a, dear God! I'm it's like, not what? a fire hydrant. It's a whole fire station. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a theme park. Yes. It's a theme park. It's a water world. It's oh a water god. world I needed, not the Kevin Costner bullshit. Yeah, from the right. 90s. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, please add this book to your list. Oh, I will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I I can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, I 
she better get to a writing because uh, I'm going to be really bummed out if I, there's another one that, that came out and it's like the offering is another one. And there's another one that comes out. I don't remember when, but yeah. All from that same series? Uh, all from that same series. Yes. And yeah. Okay. I'm like, oh my God. Um, yeah. All right. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Told you. 2022 is the year of the orc and it's, we're not sad about it we are no we're definitely not sad about we're happy it. about this who ever would have thought in a million effing years certainly mm -hmm. not i yeah nice so are yeah. you reading anything else at the same time or is just this is too captivating it's this is too captivating <laughs> okay <laughs> nice. it must and be I, amazing and i oh my god i'm like god i cannot believe what i'm reading it's like how much is too much? I don't even know where that line is anymore. The limit does not exist. <laughs> Apparently it, it doesn't exist. Just when you think you have uh, some hard stops, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> All lies. They're not limits. They're just suggestions. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I highly suggest that you read this book. But yes, I definitely am going to nice. read the next uh Ruby Dixon book in this series, and I can't wait. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't mind reading about Casper and the other brother. Yeah. All what right. are you well, reading? Are you reading something right now? I am reading Veil of Midnight by Lara Adrian. Do you remember we did that Lara Adrian Kiss of Midnight book? like episodes and episodes ago? I know I remember the name, but if you asked me what that book was about, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you. Okay, that's fine. You weren't like a huge fan of it. I actually really liked the series. So this is book like number five in the series, I think. What's it called? The Veil of Midnight. So I had, when we had read the book for the podcast, I had read book the book number one for the podcast. And then I think I had immediately read like the next three in the series. So I haven't read it since then. So now I just picked up the next book in the series. That's what I started yesterday. Aren't there a crap ton of books in this series? There's 18 books in the series. And I actually really like her writing and the series. So, and more importantly, all these books are available through the library. So I don't have to pay for any of them because otherwise they'd be like $8 a piece. Oh yeah. I remember this book. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, I do remember it. So I'm reading this one. This one is about Nikolai mm. and they're just continuing on there. This is the one where it was vampires, but also aliens and breed mates and all like the complete oh, absurdity right. that was vampire aliens. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. uh, so that's what I'm reading right now. Talk about it. Oh, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, after I read this one, I'm going to read an Alessa Thorne book, I think. <gasps> I have her in my queue. Okay. What, which one are you going to read? So she's been putting out a lot of books lately in like a Faye series. Yes. yes, that's the one I want to start. So I had read book one in that series like a while ago. And so I downloaded book two. Book okay. two is Heart of the Winter Prince. That's the one I'm going to read next. Because I... Okay. I read book one and then I never continued the series. And then she also has a spinoff series from this Faye series that I want to read. So uh, she's got a lot of books out too that it's, I want to read them. She just has so much. It's hard to get to them. 
Well, yeah, it's really hard because there's so many books that I want to read and I have samples of, and I, I just feel like I can't stay on top of it. Oh yeah, I think I'm going to read The Kiss of the Blood Prince. Yes, that was book number one. So I've read that one. Okay, I hear your kids' music. Oh, sorry. No, that's all right. But I wanted to go back to the being the absurdity. Uh, just when you think things couldn't get more absurd, I actually was stumbling, trying to find something to watch the other day, and there is on the Discovery Plus paranormal section. There are these two guys that actually are vampire hunters. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. They really believe there's vampires. They think a lot of the missing people are missing because of vampires. Well, I guess there's ghost hunters. So vampire hunters shouldn't be that absurd, I guess. Well, and people I, look for Bigfoot and stuff. Well, that's ridiculous. Bigfoot's ridiculous. Loch Ness monsters ridiculous. There could be ghosts. Who knows? But there's not vampires. And yeah, it's kind of crazy. And they're reading these police reports and it's like so-and-so's body was found and they did have puncture wounds on their neck and all their blood was drained. And That's I'm like, creepy. Yeah, I'm like, maybe it's just a psychopath that thinks they're a vampire. It's possible. I mean, people are into some weird shit, so. Yeah, you know. I mean, know. look at us in our book. <laughs> <references>. <laughs> I was just going to say. Look at us in our orc obsession. At least no one's getting hurt, okay? That's the important thing. Oh, no, this doesn't hurt at all. It feels yeah. real good. <laughs> there's, a, there's consent there, all right? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, geez, what did I do? Such a disservice to you as a mom. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm perfectly content. <laughs> <laughs> or else I just gave you a really healthy appetite for all things that are normal and a little kinky. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, hey, just we got to do what we got to do right now. My <sighs> goal in life, people are like, what do you where do you see yourself in five years? I'm just in survival mode until the 2030s because the 2020s are so fucked. Yeah, they are. I will just use any lifeline I can get at this point to make it the next eight years. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> eight years? That's, that's a long time to... Yeah. Well, that's how that's, and I'm convinced it's not going to be okay till we're in the 2030s. So. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah. So should I, Finley Finn better get back to writing and Ruby Dixon better never stop. That's right. <laughs> Ladies, get on it. I need eight years of content. Yes. Survival dependent. And we read a lot and we read quickly. So we yes. don't need just eight books in eight years. We need like eight a month. Okay. <laughs> Please. Pretty please. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Well, well, we should probably wrap this up. Okay. You got some editing to do before. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Good luck to you. I'm sorry. It's okay. All right, honey. Take all care. Right. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bonded Books Podcast. You can rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Our email is bondedbookspodcast at gmail.com and check the show notes for a link to all of our social media. Mm -hmm.